Hello and welcome to episode 568 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this afternoon. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on the first day of summer. A happy summer to you. It is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023 in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. And let us begin with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Wednesday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain deliverance from hell. My most beloved lady, I thank thee for having delivered me from hell as many times as I have deserved it by my sins. Miserable creature that I was, I was once condemned to that prison and perhaps already after the first sin, the sentence would have been put into execution if thou, in thy compassion, hadst not helped me. Thou, without even being asked by me, and only in thy goodness, didst restrain divine justice. And then, conquering my obduracy, thou didst draw me to have confidence in thee, Oh, and to how many other sins should I have afterwards fallen, and the dangers in which I have been, hadst not thou, my loving mother, preserved me by the graces which thou didst obtain for me. Ah, my queen, continue to guard me from hell. For what will thy mercy and the favors which thou hast shown me avail me if I am lost? If I did not always love thee, now at least, after God, I love thee above all things. Never allow me to turn my back on thee and on God, who by thy means has granted me so many graces. My most amiable lady, never allow me to have the misfortune to hate thee and curse thee for all eternity in hell. Wilt thou endure to see a servant of thine who loves thee lost? O Mary, what sayest thou? I shall be lost if I abandon thee. But who can ever more have the heart to leave thee? How can I ever forget the love thou hast hast borne me? My lady, since thou hast done so much to save me, complete the work, continue thy aid. Wilt thou help me? But what do I say? If at a time when I lived forgetful of thee, thou didst favor me so much, how much more may I not hope for now that I love thee and recommend myself to thee? No, he can never be lost who recommends himself to thee. He alone is lost who has not recourse to thee. Ah, my mother, leave me not in my own hands, for I should then be lost. Grant that I may always have recourse to thee. Save me, my hope. Save me from hell. But in the first place, Save me from sin, which alone can condemn me to it. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. And once again in this month of June, the month dedicated to our Lord Jesus Christ's sacred heart, let us take a peek at the Sacred Heart book by Father F.X. Lassance and the reading for the 21st day of June. Seek occasion to please the heart of Jesus by the practice of holy charity. In always thinking and speaking well of your neighbor, assisting the poor according to your ability, spiritually and corporally, considering Jesus Christ in their person, and doing nothing to them which you would not wish to be done to yourself. Be patient towards all, in order to give confidence to each one and above all to the poor who come to you in their need. Be a friend to everyone and an enemy to no one, then you will become like unto God. That by St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. The Holy Face of Jesus of the Veil of Veronica Prayers. Dear Lord, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer these prayers in reparation for the sins which most offend God in our times, blasphemy, the profanation of Sunday and holy days, and communism. 
Pater noster, quies in celis, sanctificator nomen tuam, adveniat regnum tuam, fiat voluntas tua sicut in celo et in terra. Panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio, et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. The Golden Arrow Prayer. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most mysterious and unutterable name of God be praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells, by all God's creatures, and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. For the defeat of communists, Freemasons, and all revolutionary men, Eternal Father, I offer thee the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and all the instruments of his holy passion, that thou mayest put division in the camp of thy enemies. For as thy beloved Son hath said, a kingdom divided against itself shall fall. Eternal Father, we offer thee the holy face of Jesus, covered with blood, sweat, dust, and spittle, in reparation for the crimes of communists, blasphemers, and for the profaners of the holy name and of the holy day of Sunday. Amen. God of goodness and Father of mercies, we beseech thee, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary and by the intercession of the patriarchs and holy apostles, to look with compassion upon the remnant of Israel, so that they may come to a knowledge of our only Savior, Jesus Christ, and share in the precious graces of redemption. Amen. Today, friends, we are going to take a look at an article published by the Fatima Center, located at Fatima.org by Mr. James Hanish, entitled, Who are the souls most in need? Mr. Hanish begins by saying, an interesting question, or perhaps better, a perennial point of confusion, which routinely surfaces among devotees of Our Lady of Fatima, regards the decade prayer which Our Lady taught to the children in her third apparition. Immediately after communicating to them by word and vision the great secret on July 13, 1917, she said, Do not tell this to anyone. Francisco, yes, you may tell him. When you pray the rosary, say after each mystery, O my Jesus, forgive us. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those who are most in need. It is customary among English speakers to complete the expression forgive us as forgive us our sins. Many people also add the words of thy mercy to the end of the prayer. And we at the Fatima Center have no objection to this, although it is not our practice. It seems best to us to phrase this petition just as Our Lady instructed. But clearly, those added words do not change the meaning of the prayer in any way. Souls who are in need must necessarily be in need of something. And given the preceding petitions for forgiveness and to escape the punishment of hell which we deserve, one could hardly imagine a better choice of words to describe what it is that is needed than our Savior's mercy. But historically, there's been real confusion and dispute about the phrasing and object of this prayer at a much deeper level. Until the 1940s, that is, until the publication of Sister Lucia's memoir, the preponderance of Fatima literature presented this prayer in a dramatically different form, and it was in this different form that pilgrims to the Fatima shrine throughout those years 
were reciting the prayer in their public processions in the Covadiria. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and relieve the souls in purgatory, especially the most abandoned. We today, as faithful Catholics living in an age of revolution within the church, are accustomed to questioning novelties and searching out the older, traditional ways. With such a mindset, one may even begin to question the current, correct, form of the prayer as being a modernist dilution of the Catholic faith towards notions of universal salvation. A few words on this allegation are in order. In those early years, after the Fatima apparitions, nothing was known of the content of the great secret. We are still today awaiting the publication of Our Lady's words in the third part of the secret, beginning in Portugal, the dogma of the faith will always be preserved. But we now know the elements which preceded it, the vision of hell, Our Lady's words beginning, you have seen hell where the souls of poor sinners go, and the vision of the bishop dressed in white. The context alone of that terrifying vision of hell makes it abundantly clear that the prayer which Our Lady then urged the children to pray could hardly have been focused on the plight of the faithful departed in purgatory. The larger context of the Fatima apparitions as well leads us to understand that the Fatima Decad prayer concerns sinners, as yet unrepentant, in need of conversion, and in grave danger of taking their place among the countless droves falling into hell at every moment. This is seen from the very beginning in the exhortations and prayers of the angel, and in the repeated pleas of Our Lady to pray and sacrifice ourselves on behalf of sinners. Recall especially her poignant words in urging upon us the first Saturday reparatory devotions for the conversion of sinners, and especially for that definitive act of reparation to her Immaculate Heart through the consecration of Russia. So numerous are the souls which the justice of God condemns for sins against me that I come to ask for reparation. Those countless souls who are condemned for sins against the Immaculate Heart of Mary as Father Alonzo stresses are predominantly non-Catholics. The five particular blasphemies which our Lord named to Sister Lucia are militant denials of Catholic teaching and practice, now found as the actual tenets of Protestantism and even Orthodoxy to a lesser extent. Our Lady of Fatima's solicitation for souls is clearly not just about Catholics who died in the state of grace and now find themselves abandoned in purgatory. The very words universal salvation are distasteful to us since we know them as a heretical affront to Catholic teaching part and parcel with the ecumenia of the post-conciliar years and particularly championed by John Paul II. We know from our Lord's own words on this subject that tragically, relatively few souls are saved. But should we not desire the salvation of everyone? God himself certainly desires it. Let supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all men, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior." who will have all men to be saved. 1 Timothy 2, 1 and 3 and 4. The Lord dealeth patiently for your sake, not willing that any should perish, but that all should return to penance. 2 Peter 3, verse 9. When we recite the Our Father, the most perfect vocal prayer, and pray, Thy kingdom come, we are praying for the accomplishment of God's will for the salvation of all men. The sentiments of the correct version of the Fatima Deccan prayer are no less Catholic. But to return to the original question, how do we know which is the correct version? Answer, 
through Sister Lucia's explicit clarification. In a 1946 interview with Canon Barthas on this controversy, Sister Lucia set the record straight. The Fatima Decad prayer does not refer to the holy souls in purgatory at all, she asserted him, since they are on a sure path to heaven, but rather to unrepentant sinners since they are in grave danger of damnation. See Frere Michelle's account of the interview linked below, and we will be going over that tomorrow. Moreover, it was in the manner in which the prayer is currently recited that the child Lucia related it to her pastor, Father Ferreira, in an interrogation on August 21, 1917, only a little more than a month after Our Lady had taught it to the children. This is also the way Sister Lucia recorded it in her third and fourth memoir in 1941, noting explicitly in her third memoir, Now your excellency will understand how my own impression was that the final words of this prayer refer to souls in greatest danger of damnation or those who are nearest to it. We reproduce here the relevant lines from the manuscript of the fourth memoir. When you say the rosary, say after each mystery, O my Jesus, forgive us, parentheses, our sins, save us from the fire of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need. See Antonio Maria Martin's Society of Jesus, Memorarias y Cartas de Irma Lucia, pages 240, excuse me, 340 through 343. How then did the confusion arise? It was Canon Manuel Formiajo who introduced the erroneous version, having mistakenly assumed from the Portuguese word alminas, little souls, that the prayer's object was the poor souls in purgatory. With good intentions, he was led by this error to rephrase the prayer to reflect that meaning. In his book, Os Episodios Marvelijosos de Fatima, published in 1921, he gave this, as he later admitted, skewed report of his interview with Lucia. She taught it, she taught it to us, and she wants us to recite it after each mystery of the rosary. Do you know this prayer by heart? Yes, I know it. Say it. O oh my Jesus, forgive, forgive us, deliver us from the fires of hell and relieve the souls in purgatory, especially the most abandoned. Emphasis added, our thanks to a native Portuguese friend of Our Lady's Apostolate for translating the above excerpt into English. Once we understand that the confusion originated in 1921, it is easy to see why many of the pilgrims to Fatima in those early decades, the 1920s and 1930s, recited the prayer in an erroneous manner. Moreover, we can see why Sister Lucia deemed it important to make the necessary correction through her memoir and interviews. Finally, we can even understand how today, more than 100 years after Our Lady appeared at Fatima, researchers might uncover testimony from Portuguese faithful living in the 1920s or even the work of Canon, for, Canon Former Zhao and mistakenly think that the inclusion of purgatory is a more authentic rendition. Informed by this article, Devotees of Our Lady of Fatima may with all charity correct these errors. In addition, the eminent Fatima scholar, Frere Michel, gives a thorough account of how the confusion came about and how the whole question was finally resolved, which is reproduced at our website article, The Prayer for Souls, and we will go over that tomorrow. So ends the article. The message of Our Lady of Fatima is timeless. She is calling people to repent and believe in the gospel. She is leading souls to her son through the rosary. The rosary is the prayer and the gospel. 
And it has been a true ecumenical bridge, bringing many Protestants into the faith when they find that the rosary is so very biblical. I believe uh, Mr. Eric Sammons from Crisis Magazine, the editor of Crisis Magazine, talked about the rosary being one of the things that brought him into the faith. Many Protestant converts to the faith have said that. It's not some sort of Catholic invention. The rosary was given to St. Dominic by Our Lady. And it's not ultimately for her glory. It's for her son's glory. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ wants us to honor the Blessed Mother because he keeps the commandments perfectly. He's the perfect son. And the fourth commandment is honor thy father and thy mother. But she's always leading us to him. In the wedding feast at Cana, our Lord's first public miracle, what does Our Lady say? Do whatever he tells you. She is constantly pointing us to her son. She knows we need Jesus. To Jesus through Mary, always. We need him, but we need her also to get to him. That's the way our Heavenly Father has set it up. The Blessed Mother is the Lord's masterpiece. She is the perfect woman. And she's always guiding us lovingly with all charity to her son. So pray that rosary every single day. You will never regret it. And the graces that the Blessed Mother facilitates in her role as Mediatrix of All Graces are unfathomable. And a lot of those graces go begging because people don't ask for them. Because we don't pray the rosary. We don't offer up prayers. We don't offer up sacrifices and fasting. I'm as guilty as anyone else, if not more so, of doing this throughout the course of my life. I think about uh, the, the time I've wasted on nonsense, watching television and doing just stupid things instead of praying and reading the Holy Bible and doing good works and fasting. But wise man once said, we leave the past to God's mercy, the future to his providence, and we live for today. Today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. May God bless you, my friends, and may the Blessed Mother keep you. Let us offer up some prayers now for our non-speaking friends and family members, as we once again mention, Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org. That's halo-soma.org. If you haven't already done so or haven't told your family and friends about it, please tell them about episodes 277 and episodes 548. That's episode 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast featuring an interview by me of my wonderful sister and my equally wonderful niece. Also an interview from a gentleman from Word on Fire with Toby and Brielle. Pertaining to RPM, Rapid Prompting Method, which is a system of communication for non-speakers. Communication is a human right. And just as sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough in terms of being able to communicate for the deaf, so RPM, Rapid Prompting Method, has been a revolutionary breakthrough 
for non-speakers. You can imagine how frustrated you would be if you were unable to communicate. Not only your biggest hopes and dreams, your fears, anxieties, whatever the particular case might be, but simply, you know, what you want to wear, what you want to eat, where you want to go, what your favorite color is. We didn't even know my niece's favorite color prior to her being about eight years old and learning RPM and my sister, brother-in-law and my other wonderful niece learning RPM. Now we know that Brielle is a comprehensive genius. She can compose music. She's currently working on an oratorio. She's gifted in mathematics. She even knows other languages. We would have known absolutely none of that were it not for RPM. So get the word out there. People need to know about this. RPM has helped thousands of families and we ask the Lord that it will help thousands more. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you through the intercession of St. Raphael, Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families in your tender mercy. Restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Memorare to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection implored thy help or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness hear and answer me. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the Immaculate Purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostra. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostra. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostra. Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a very special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, Sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need. Virgo potens, ora pronobis. Sancti Joseph, terra daimonem, ora pronobis. Sancta Raphael Archangeli, ora pronobis. In nomine Patris, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 568 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. Please give us a five-star rating and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this. But most importantly, offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. They need your help. Goodbye and God love you.